sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. All right, here we go. Sportsbook Radio coming to you from Las Vegas, the KSHP Studios. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Good checking with the big man, Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget, MarkLawrencePlaybook.com. For you today, glad to be with you on the Sports Grid Radio Network in Sirius Channel 204. Scott Farrell coming up after this endeavor. And we invite you, if you're a hockey fan, when we're done, Vegas Hockey Hotline. You can listen live, KSHP.com. Uh, I put all the shows out on my Twitter, at Brian Blessing. Uh, Mike Harrington is going to join us from the Buffalo News, and this is becoming even more topical as we speak. The COVID situation in hockey is becoming more and more and more perilous every day. I hope I'm wrong, Stevie, but uh, I've been doing the chicken little for two weeks, kid. I said, this is not good. It don't look good. Uh, Last night, we're down at the Golden Knights game. Whatever, third period comes. Shea Theodore had gotten hit during the game. Came back out in the second. Did not come back for the third, but Thomas Thomas Nosek wasn't out there for the third. So the Golden Knights are down a forward and a defenseman. You're like, okay. So then... Now you're sitting there, you're ready to do the post-game interviews, and the wheel's spinning, and the wheel's spinning on the Zoom, and it's spinning some more. Going, what? Are they they getting chewed out that they won 5-4 but were horrible in their own end? And nope. No media availability. That was post-canceled. No practice the next day. No media availability the next day. Like, okay, what's a cooking here? So... Again, Vegas has already gone through this once. So now we're waiting. Bill Daly from the NHL is about to make it. They said COVID protocols was why there was no post-game interview. And Philadelphia and Washington didn't play last night. We're waiting what's going on with the Vegas thing. And to me, and again, this is the problem. This is very speculative. But this is what's going on. This, to me, it's becomes this. That's why I can't. I'm glad Mike Harrington's on today. This could be eerily similar to the Devils situation when they played in Buffalo. Well, Parmeri played on Saturday afternoon, tested positive. The Sabres told the, the NHLPA, we don't want to play the next day. against. These, we don't want to play these guys. However, it was determined they played those guys. Well, two days later, 17 Devils have it. Now, ultimately, nine Sabres have it. So Mike Harrington just went through this. Now we're sitting here in this situation, Stevie, if you're Anaheim, and, we, and, I, and I'm not, we don't know that Nosek is the guy. It's, it's been reported by somebody. Just, well, he wasn't there, so he's. I'm not going down that road. But if that proves to be the case, if I'm Anaheim, I, I don't want to play the next game. But the, 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 let me give you the $64,000 question. 
if indeed this is what went down, how the hell are they? How, what's the time frames here? I don't want to know about protocols and this and that. Well, I do. But how is it this, that this, if this is what happened, that this information is being found out mid-game? Yeah. Well, no, well, no, well, no, no, that's an issue. What's the logistics of no, that? No, no, that's, that's a huge issue, Brian, for me. I, uh, when, when, I, when, when this started coming out, I, I thought the same thing. We had a basketball game earlier in the year. San Jose State was involved. I forget who they were playing. We're trying to score it over at Don Best. The start of it gets delayed, delayed, delayed. We finally find out that the lab that did the tests on the players didn't have the results back, so they didn't start the game. And ultimately, they never got the results back, so they postponed the game. That's what should have been done. I don't understand. Why are you testing players before the game if you're going to play the game anyway? You wait for the results to come back. If they don't come back in time, then you've got to postpone the game because you don't have the results. Make sure that you take these tests early enough that the lab can get those results back before the game starts. I know. I mean, now, again, maybe we're getting all twisted nuts about we don't know. But it seems it seems likely. Right, that something along the it's a COVID thing. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So now Vegas has already been on the shelf once. Now they're going to be on the shelf again. All right, I don't know. I should okay, again. We don't. Well, we well, don't wait. Know. The league's going to be, but the league supposedly is going to make an announcement about this. My my thing is to you. I'm just saying. I was talking to Dave Shane this morning. This announcement from the league, it may not be about the Golden Knights. I've been telling you for how many weeks? How many weeks have I told you this is not good? This is not looking good. They may have to shut. Maybe have to take a pause. I, I mean this sincerely, for the greater good. Now the other big problem you've got is they get their big little soirees are coming. Lake Tahoe, Philly just couldn't play the game with Washington. Yep. Now Vegas, if this is a thing again, supposed to play Colorado, who just got back on the ice? Philadelphia with two more guys positive this morning. So how does this Lake Tahoe thing go? And and uh, New Jersey up to nineteen guys now. And uh, Minnesota added a guy today. God, I just want to talk sports. Good luck. I just want to talk sports. Well, but then, well then, this is what we got going on, man. Absolutely. That's and why it, you've got creases in your forehead. You're the injury well, guy watching the wire every five minutes. And, and again, I've got two friends of mine that are nurses that told us it's good. we were going to go through this, and we're going right. through it. We'll talk more about it coming right back to Vegas on Sports. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, from the KSHB studios in Las Vegas, back with the Sportsbook Radio. Lunchtime with the linemakers, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Uh, don't forget our friends over at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. Good eating at lunchtime. Friday coming up, you've got all the six-inch subs, only five bucks. And our friends at Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. The banquet room is open for your baseball hot stove drafts. We've done a bunch of fantasy football and baseball drafts over there. Great place. Food's great. Uh, kitchen's open 24-7. And the gaming promotions, 5,000 cash back to the players each and every month. Cool place, Oasis, 4955 South Decatur. And... Talking about cool, how's that for a professional broadcasting segment? Tony Miller's a cool guy, isn't he, Stevie? He is. Very cool. Big cool dude. He's a cool cat. The big man, Tony Miller from the Golden Nugget. How you doing, man? 
Hey, buddy, how you doing? So how was the big weekend, as it were? Uh, it was great, man. I mean, um, you know, it was very successful. Um, I was kind of surprised because um, it was all Tampa Bay money line up until like the last three hours before kickoff. And we were sitting at three. And all of a sudden, all this cheap money started flowing in. And we ended up, I mean, it was not stopping. It was cheese, cheese, cheese over the counter. And we ended up at three and a half. So, um, yeah, I was really surprised. I said, man, we're going to be rooting for the Chiefs. And next thing you know, we're rooting for the Buccaneers. Well, I got that right. <laughs> I had the cheese. I had the under. But we said all week long, said the, the closer you get to kickoff, the key Chiefs money would come in. I thought that a point it could get the three and a half. Um, you know, it was with uh, Jay Cornegay. We did our Super Bowl prop shows over at the Super Bowl. He didn't think, and I'm not going to find out if it did get the three and a half at his joint. He didn't think it would. But I think once, I think what it was too, Tony, I think people were waiting to see. And once they, they saw it wasn't raining and it was a fast track, I think that pushed people Kansas City's way too. Yeah, for sure, Brian. You know, I mean, I would never have thought it would go to three and a half. We were at three minus 20, and they were laying to 20. They were laying to dollar 20. They didn't care about the juice at all. And I said, you know what? We need to get the three and a half and get some buyback. But I didn't get no buyback. They they were still laying to three and a half. And I was like, wow. Well, were, were you in a – when, when it went off, were you were you in a, in a good position or did you need the bucks? No, we needed the Bucks pretty good, and uh, you know the whole thing just flip flopped in a matter of hours right before my eyes, and uh, uh, it was a lot of uh, I want to say square money that came in, a lot of uh, casino VIP, and uh, they didn't care. They they just thought the Chiefs were going to take it. So you had to have, I mean, halfway home, you had to have a pretty good smile on your face, <laughs> buddy. When it, you know, and plus on top of that, the game stayed under. I mean, you know, it turns out pretty, really, you know, very, very good for the house. Um, what do we say about Brady, Tony? I mean, it, you can't sneeze at this. I mean, it, it's remarkable to go with a new team and pull this off, win three road games. Uh, he's got the last laugh looking back at the Patriots thing, whether it's right or wrong. I mean, he's sitting there laughing. Look where, where he went and what he did. And look where the Patriots ended up. It, it speaks volumes about this guy. And I have said this. In fact, in the first hour, Andy Disco was on with us. And it's so funny, bud. You know, I go back to if Mo Lewis doesn't hit Drew Bledsoe, I swear to God, every ring this guy puts on his finger, I think of Mo Lewis. I mean, he's a six-round <laughs> draft pick, right? If, if he's holding a clipboard for three more years watching Bledsoe, and the Patriots, they'll get it, go get a quarterback in the first round. Laugh all you want, folks. This guy may never have seen the field. You know, Brad, going into that game, I was telling my friends and, and, and other people that, you know, this is pretty cool. We're watching history here right before our eyes. This may never, ever, ever happen again. But here's a quarterback. You're right. He's a six-round pick. Only threw 600-and-something passes in college, 30 TDs in four years at Michigan. So how's a quarterback with those stats come and win seven Super Bowls? It's amazing. And, you know, hey, I wouldn't be surprised if he's there again next year. Did you ever see the video of him running the 40 at the Combine? I'm no. serious. Oh, go, go on YouTube and then punch a Tom Brady running the 40 at the Combine. I mean, literally, I think they were thinking of canceling the Combine forever. <laughs> Tony, you want to run the 40 better. 
it's, oh, it's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm but, gonna, by the I'm way, by the way, buddy, the the quarterback carousel. You know, we're talking about Watson, Garoppolo, and Wentz. Where's yeah. he's going? We already have Stafford in that move, and Goff. I'm telling you, the, the the one guy that's really flying under the radar here, your boys. What's going to happen with Prescott? You know, you pray the guy comes back a hundred percent healthy. We got to watch that situation in Dallas too. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of pressure on that whole thing down there right now you know they, they gotta do something they can't franchise him again that would make me sick and uh you know uh, they need a long-term deal done right away they need to you know put this thing to sleep and and, and get everyone relaxed a little bit you know i think they will i i, I can't see them franchising another year that would just be a disaster but um yeah they need to get something done with him right away they cannot let him leave dallas so you and your guru uh, I got to know how did how did it all pan out? You and Aaron Kessler with your props, how'd that work out? Hey, it turned out really good. We did really well on the props. Uh, everything was a green light. Everything was good. I mean, there was no bombs. Uh, we won <laughs> on the futures. We won on the props. We won on parlay cards. We won at the counter. We won on the phones. I mean, it was a very successful Super Bowl, and uh, you know, upstairs was really pleased, and uh, he was. One, one of our better ones. That's the main thing, right? <laughs> you're getting you're getting the happy go lucky phone call. <laughs> yeah, there's been some years that hasn't been so much fun, and uh, uh, it was it was pretty nice last Sunday. Was it stress free? I mean, I mean, like over the years, you've you've run the book for so many years, and you're you're the man in charge. Um, how stressful are those games? Was this one pretty stress-free compared to others? Yeah, it was very stress-free because I know we needed the Bucks, And, you know, I made the phone call right after kickoff telling the whole division what we needed. And, and, and it was the Bucks right away. It, the Tampa Bay just took off, and they never looked back. So it was very, very, you know, easy as far as that goes. I mean, we were sweating out a few things. Of course, you didn't want a safety, and, and you didn't want that to be the first score of the game, and there was some bombs out there on an MVP and first player to score and stuff like that, but they never came around. Tony, I had some friends of mine ask me after the fact if there was a prop on a guy running on the field, and I immediately told them <laughs> no because I, I didn't see one or hear of one, but then, but then I heard later that someone said on the radio, I, I think out of Canada because that's who I listened to, that there was one up. Did, did you guys have one? Did you know of one around town? Well, how goofy can you get with gaming here? You, you, your hands are tied a lot more than other joints, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're pretty restricted. We have to put up a props, uh, you know, of, of things that happen on the field as far as actual game goes. And uh, that particular prop, the streak one, I didn't even hear of until the next day when I heard the rumors about it being offshore somewhere. But I'm not so sure that's entirely true. All right, listen, Golden Nugget, the place is awesome. Tony does a great job. It's it's a cool book. You come in from out of town, you head downtown. Uh, room rates are wonderful these days. You'll have a great experience. I, how about the new joint, Tony, uh, with all the, the TVs and, and, and the sports, the combination of sports, great food and drink, the Saltgrass Steakhouse? Was that place? I know your every room was kind of limited, right? But that had to be a great venue for the folks that were lucky enough to get in there. Yeah, that was a, our saltgrass restaurant. That was their first Super Bowl. Let me tell you, buddy, 
not just for the Super Bowl, but for any sporting event. If you're a sports fan and you want to watch some games and you sit in that restaurant with that type of food, the finger food at your table and the stuff you can eat as far as steaks and, and, and you know, all sorts of good stuff in that restaurant, the atmosphere is incredible because you are literally surrounded by so many televisions to watch games. That in the KLI Cantina, I'm telling you, those are two great restaurants we have where you can watch games and really enjoy it and that. And get it, get into it. it, it it's, it's pretty good. Awesome. Another segment to come with Tony Miller. We're coming back to Las Vegas on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Back with Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back in Las Vegas with you here on the Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Sportsbook Radio, Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Uh, Stevie, those aches and pains, right? Yeah. Ouch. I mean, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> I mean, it should be a pay-per-view event watching me put socks on. You know what will help you, Brian? Oh, yeah, I got it. Now, our, our good friend, Dr. Nick Spirito, so you got Uzu CBD Plus. Y-U-Z-U. Uzu CBD Plus. Listen, they've got all kinds of different ways to uh, get after it and help you with those aches and pains. Uh, and they've got uh, delectable edibles and the lotions and salves. It's amazing, man. And the, the, put it on your knee. You know, when your knee's barking, bam, it goes away. And right now they got free shipping on orders of over $100. I've used it on my lower back. It's fantastic. All right. It sucks getting old. <laughs> it does. You know, the good news is, although he just had a, well, not just. I'm trying to think. I, do you have me beat by a couple of months, Tony? We're the same age, I think. But you might. I'm, I think I'm chasing you, Mr. Miller. I'm sorry, Brian. What's that? I said. Sorry, I, I said the, the old guy quotient. I think you got me beat by a couple of months, but we, we're both father time right now. The, the, the clock. I mean, <laughs> I remember every Super Bowl. That's the problem. Yeah, that that that's a big issue now. I mean, you know, when I when I. I look forward to three in the morning to watch the Three Stooges and Andy Griffith show. I know I'm old. <laughs> you know, are you? All of a sudden, out of nowhere, my wife she's found Wild Wild West, the Adams Family. I'm like, yeah, baby, turn the clock back. Those sitcoms are they're still fifty times better than anything that's on now. You man, a night doesn't go by. I won't record the Three Stooges. Never. Oh, hey, by the way, you and I have very similar goofball tastes. Uh, I will. I'll throw one for you on the air. Uh, have you seen Mr. Mayor? I have not. Not yet. You no. will like it. Very good. Well, then I got one for you too. You have to watch a show called Ted Lasso. Okay. There you go. I have never laughed so hard in my life. Really? Oh. All right, man. Yeah. You're a goofball. If you're laughing, I'm laughing. I love it. Tony no, Miller. Buddy. <laughs> just, just our style. All right. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, we're, we're, you put two half wits together, Tony. You get a full wit. That's what I've been told. <laughs> uh, so how about looking ahead to next year? Did they start betting futures for next year? Is that the custom? I mean, I was over at Sunset Station on Monday, and it was unbelievable, Tony. The lines all day long of people coming back in to cash their Super Bowl bets, 
And, you know, and you got a lot of people from out of town. The tourists come in, hang on down there. They're cashing their tickets, right? The first thing they're doing is betting next year's Super Bowl, right? Oh, man. You know, that was another thing we did all weekend long. Open up new phone accounts for the weekend and cash tickets from a year ago. White people don't mail them in and just get their money back right away. I'll never know. But they keep them a year. They come in. They're old and faded and nasty looking. But we get them through the machine and we stand back and they turn around and they bet next year's Super Bowl right again. So, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a big thing. Yeah, that, I mean, it's one thing for it to say Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. But if the barcode's gone, you've got a problem. Oh, man, you got to put them under a magnifying glass and find out what those numbers are. They're brutal. It's like, it's like a, an episode of CSI. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, you bring up a great point. And to the folks out of town, and do you, do you I keep saying this, Tony, do you see this happening when you look up and you see a plane now and you go, oh, hey, a plane. Like We used to see a plane every 30 seconds, you know? We got, we're going to get back to normal. It's going to happen. But when the folks are coming in from out of town, the education process, even if you're only in town for three, four days, people are nuts not to come in, go to a joint like yours, and maybe even another property, and get a couple of the apps, and then you can shop for numbers. You don't have to stand in line. And the only prerequisite is you have to physically be in the state of Nevada when you make the bet. So just because you're coming in and visiting – one of the first things a sports fan who's coming in here should do is get an app. Yeah, for sure. It, you know, Brian, the, the public across America right now is so much more educated as far as how to gamble on sports because of the nationwide sports gambler now. But they know when they come up to that counter, they can open up a phone account and not to do it. If you're here for four or five days, you don't want to stand in those long lines for the Super Bowl. Why would you not have an account and just, you know, wager from your room, from the pool, or from wherever you're at? And they did that. They're learning. They understand now. I don't have to explain so much anymore. And they come in right away and they say, hey, I want to open up a phone account. You know, bada bing, it's done. Buddy, you know, it's funny. The heartbreak is this thing hit mid-March last year. And we were getting ready to come down and do our you know, our two shows in the grand ballroom and be down there for March Madness, which is just absolutely, uh, it's the nuts. It's an incredible venue in the grand ballroom with the games on, and we've made so many friends over the years. You've even got table games in there and the satellite wagering. We just went through the Super Bowl where you had 50 people in basically every venue Thankfully, the numbers in Nevada are really starting to go the right way, and the vaccines are out. I think we're still cutting it a little close, but do you think by the time we get the March Madness, you'll be able to bloom this thing out a little more? Buddy, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. You know, it's been 11 months now since this whole thing started with us, and uh, I'm keeping my fingers crossed, hoping that everything goes well with the NCAA conference tournaments, with the tournament itself in Indianapolis. And, you know, I've been noticing a lot more cancellations lately and, and teams just quitting and saying, you know, we're done for the year. I hope it doesn't affect the tournament. I hope so much that, you know, we need this. We need this. And it, things are starting to come back around slowly but surely. I can see it in my numbers. I can see it in the crowds. And people, you know, you're right. Once, once the vaccines get out there and everyone gets that second dose and they feel more comfortable, you know, things will change. Hey, Tony, I, I've heard 
everything's going to be in and around Indianapolis, and, and there's like four venues there. But with only four venues, uh, if they play this tournament in, in Indianapolis, what are the start times for those games? Are we, are we going to be starting like 7.30 in the morning and playing all day? You know, that's a great question. And, uh, you know, that's something we'll be looking at. And, you know, to me, I don't care when they start. If they want to start at 7 in the morning, fine. That's only two hours difference from the 9 o'clock game. But, you know, it, it, I, I just want it. I don't care how many venues. I don't care how many teams are involved. I just want a tournament. And we need it. It'll be a little weird this, you know, the year with the tournament actually starting on a Friday instead of a Thursday and finishing on a Monday. But I'm fine with that, you know, <laughs> as long as they have it and things go well. Hey, that would suit the 50 whack-a-moles. I mean, usually that room holds 800. But every year, right, Tony, you'd have, what, 50 to 75 people at 3, 4 in the morning hovering outside the door ready to run in to get their seat. Yeah, it, it, it's just an amazing event. We all talk about the Super Bowl and how popular that is, but that's one game that's up for two weeks that you, know, you can bet on. March Madness is just a rush. It's just, you know, let's bet it now. There's a game going here, 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 and people love it, man. It's so popular, and uh, I miss it. Buddy, last night, NASCAR staged the clash on the road course. It was a great finish. Uh, Kyle Busch actually won it. Um, as you had uh, what Chase Elliott spun out Ryan Blaney. Daytona 500 Sunday, they're coming to Vegas in a several weeks. You know, NASCAR horse racing, what do we say, Stevie? UFC, UFC and golf. Yeah. In the summer when we were just starved for sports. I, I wonder if, if the NASCAR handle goes up, Tony, because a lot more people maybe paid attention to it last year. I definitely think it will, Brian. And, you know, it, you know NASCAR is getting popular you know, with no pandemic, it was getting popular every year. And we're now with two races in Vegas, and Vegas is a hot spot, and especially right after Daytona, that's such a big race. Fans love it. The golf. So I'm looking forward to NASCAR. You're right, it's going to be a great few months coming up with all these things happening, and you know, the public just wants a wager. And uh, like I said, it's gotten popular across the U.S., and uh, they're starting to get into it a little bit more. We're seeing a whole different type of fan fan base now starting to wager around the country. And provided that appetite is there, and you say it is, you guys are ultra creative. I'm sure you've got, what, matchups, odds to win the race, maybe group matchups and all kinds of cool things associated with the race? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just betting on the races, you know, we put up all sorts of stuff, group matchups, win manufacturer, you know, cautions, all sorts. You know, it's fun to do it during a, during a race like that, and uh, people love betting on it. Right, I got to do this. I mean, maybe the folks around here have heard this before, but for the folks on Sirius 204, the one year Tony and I, uh, his lovely bride Kelly was working out at the racetrack. So Tony and I went to the race and we're walking all over. We must have, you know, the Fitbit thing. We must have put about 80 miles on. But uh, Trevor Bain wins the Daytona 500 out of nowhere. So t t Tony takes all this money on Trevor Bain. And we're walking around to different suites and stuff, and you can get the headsets on, and you can put the, the pit boxes on. Trevor Bain is like seven laps down, and Tony's sweating out Trevor Bain to win. I go, Tony, I mean, Haley's Comet can't get this guy. You were, you were sweating nickels. <laughs> Trevor Bain would have won that race. I'd still be paying. How many laps down is he? I'm like, calm down. He's seven no, laps. I don't down. know. 
I don't know if it was seven, man, but you yeah. know, you, yeah, but the yeah. one, but the one year I got a break. But the one year Tony and I, we had Keslowski, I think it was, to win, and he had the lead, and we were we were standing up at the top, sweating this thing out. And he got there. That was one of the most fun I ever had at a sporting event with Keslowski. We had that together. We were laughing like little children. Tony Miller at the Golden Egg, buddy, you're the best. I got to take a break. Thanks for doing this, pal. We'll talk soon. All right, bro. You We'll be right back in Las Vegas on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Excited to be back with you. Sportsbook Radio from Las Vegas from the KSHB Studio. Sports Grid Radio Network Series Channel 204. Scott Farrell coming up on Series 204 at the top of the hour. Locally, we've got Vegas Hockey Hell and KSHB.com. Mike Harrington from the Buffalo News is going to join us. Uh, the NHL, yeesh, waiting for an announcement from the NHL uh, on this COVID situation. They're Lake Tahoe thing, Stevie. Sketchy at best at the moment. The whole thing is in question. Uh, I know, but Everything's in question. I hope I was wrong. I've been yapping about this for a couple of weeks. I've been talking about it for it's months. My nurse friends have told me we're, we're looking at a year. Yeah, I mean, you're like, oh, they're going to play the games. I go play the games. This thing's going off the tracks. Uh, I w- wouldn't surprise me if they put this thing on. Well, I, I'm telling you, the, the, the nightmare. Yeah. So, now, what I said, we just did this yesterday before this happened last night. Say so if they get to this points percentage garbage, right? To me, it loses all integrity because of the divisions and it's not a level playing field. Well, who's a, who's one of the guys in the know? One of the absolute guys in the know. You fought Pierre LeBrun. Correct. He says you better be paying attention to this, folks. Yeah. Points percentage. Well, here we go. They're not going to get to fifty-six games. And our buddy Mark Lawrence, his Panthers are seven-one and two. And watch what happens That's to why. this year. Now we know why. <laughs> right, but you know, but but I will say this too. We don't want the people to hate our guts. It's 67 degrees here. It is gorgeous. We're nice. going to make people even more miserable because we're going to South Florida where it's gorgeous there. This polar vortex thing, bad for everybody. It's actually good for us. It's we're having nice. a polar vortex? I didn't even know. Well, well, we're having 67 degrees because there's a polar vortex. Okay. And it's to the east of us. Well, fantastic. Yeah, I love your, the polar vortex. There's your hippy-dippy weatherman. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got rain heading east and... Um, Dust heading west. The forecast is mud. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Lawrence, playbook.com, joins us. How you doing, Mark? You're always basking in the sunshine. Well, I'll take your 67 degrees and raise you up to 80. Uh, we are basking in the sunshine right now. It's nice. And you mentioned the polar vortex. I think I had them in a teaser the other day. <laughs> no, he, no, he won the fifth at Gulfstream. <laughs> oh, that's what it was. Okay, that's what it was. Thank yeah, you. Triggered the late pick three. <laughs> good, good. Uh, what was your take on the big one? Uh, my take was a lot like Vinny Maliulu. I, I think he hit it right on the head. While the game was not all that compelling, uh, it served a purpose, and it was, uh, you know, it generated uh, a lot of interest by fans. Uh, helped the sportsbook handle, I believe, just the fact that we had Brady and Mahomes in the football game. It could have been a lot worse. They anticipated it being down. But if you held a Tampa Bay ticket, you didn't care about whether the game was close or not. You were happy as a lark. So uh, it was nice to see Tom Brady. 
do what he does. And I was really probably more impressed with him this year than I think I've been in any year of his career. I completely agree with that. Yep, for what it was that he got done. I mean, it was unbelievable. We saw what he was as a team player, too. I mean, he just sending texts and emails and tweets uh, to his players, letting them know that, hey, we're going to win this game. We can win this game. Stay positive. And it was really, really nice to see. Uh, You know, I've kind of been a semi- anti-Brady guy, maybe just because he wins too much, but it was really nice to see the job that he did on Sunday. And the database has lots of goodies to kick out on a guy like him when he plays in the game. Oh my goodness. I mean, uh, I could have put a newsletter together, a Tom Brady newsletter. Uh, That's how much data there is on the man and, you know, what it is that he does and so forth and whatnot. But it's like you, you can beat a horse to death to a point. Uh, but he does he does fill up the stat sheet. And you know what's a little unusual or ironic is that um, when I was in Vegas last, um, a couple of years ago, uh, I was there and had a, we were sitting down uh, at Sid's Cafe at this West Gate yep. and ha- having lunch. And uh, Nick Montana, Joe Montana's son, joined us. And uh, we were, began talking stories and war stories and so forth and whatnot. And so we went back up to my room. Uh, my son was with me. We had our database up there. We cracked it open, and we brought up all the Tom Brady numbers to see what Tom Brady has done in his career, you know, straight up against the spread situationally, so forth and whatnot. And he asked me, I wonder what the, my dad did in those games. So we did this. We did it. We just, you know, we drew up a Joe Montana database and compared the numbers side by side, the two goats, who was better, who was best, and who wasn't. And unbelievably, while while Brady's career is longer than Montana's was, the numbers are almost identical. Just uh, win percentages beating the spread percentages. Uh, so you can't use that to settle that particular debate because they're both deserving to be goats. And Tom Brady, just because of the fact that he extends his career a little bit more now, he's more in the conversation. But it certainly didn't diminish the numbers that we saw that Joe Montana put up in his day. And, well, listen, Brady's got the seven rings, seven and three in Super Bowls. And, okay, the Giants, that upset, you're like, wow, that happened. And But you know what he does, and you know what Montana did. Yeah, they got weapons. They protected the football, Mark. You know, when they, when they won – they, all the good things and great. There were the the Rams game. There was nothing flashy about the Rams game, but he made the big pass to Gronkowski. They won the, but he didn't. He never. He didn't. He for the most part, he doesn't lose the game, and that's a starting point. That's a thing. It's a great point because you know, good quarterbacks, Hall of Fame type quarterbacks. You know, they do not turn the football over. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is you know terrific at doing just that. Uh, and, and when you take a look at. Uh, I think that a divider, a separator might be that Joe Montana had better wide receivers than Tom Brady's had, but Tom Brady still has more rings. Uh, now that could go to the coaching. You know, is it Bill Walsh or is it Bill Belichick? Uh, you know, the argument could go on and on and on. But, uh, you know, the bottom line here is they're both Hall of Fame quarterbacks and they're both in the GOAT conversation. Mark, I'm wondering, do you think the Knicks on the offensive line for Kansas City played a factor in this, or was Todd Bowles' defensive scheme so good that that didn't really factor into this game? I think the answers are 1 and 1A. I think uh, the offensive line played a tremendous factor in what happened to Kansas City. You you saw Mahomes running for his life most of the game. You looked at the numbers, the hurries, the the hits, uh, the sacks. 
Uh, he's never been hurried that much in his life in a football game. Uh, in fact, I read somewhere where there was more hurries in that Super Bowl game than uh, there were in the National Football League since 2007. You have to attribute that to the offensive line. And Todd Bowles did a terrific job himself as well. Uh, I read somewhere uh, somebody said that he thought Todd Bowles should have been the MVP of the football game. Uh, you don't obviously give it to a coach, but uh, he did just as uh, a terrific job as well. So I think he also fortified his standing as far as a defensive coordinator goes. Well, when one season ends, March, busy time of the year, a real busy time of the year kicks in, starting to put together next year's Playbook Football Magazine, which is really, it's my favorite football publication because it's it's alphabetic. All the information's there. It's pertinent and it's not one of these things you read leading into a season. You can utilize it throughout the course of the season. But I would say this, Mark, with all the challenges coming out of the pandemic, and we know the challenges you had last year, you're going to have those challenges with college football. But my friend, this quarterback carousel and what may or may not end up happening where these quarterbacks land is going to make making the magazine a little bit challenging. Well, the good thing for me from that aspect, Brian, is that – it's on the National Football League side of things, those quarterback carousel changes, of which we address at the latest portion of putting the publication together. It's all college and the grunt work up front in advance of that. So my biggest concern, in fact, we just had a meeting just before I come on here with you about the magazine this year and what we're going to be doing about college football because a lot of the schedules are out but I think the schedules are were put together hastily, mm-hmm. and I don't think there was a lot of forethought in this. You can't have a 12-game schedule in the Big Ten and the Southeast Conference with only one bye week, not allowing for any makeup games whatsoever uh, along the way. So our dilemma, as far as being a publisher is concerned, is you know the last thing I want to do next year is the same thing we did last year, and that's go to press, have all these schedules in there, and you could uh, use those schedules for toilet paper because they all changed. Everybody rescheduled with different teams, different dates, so forth and whatnot. So what we decided to do on each page this year will be a schedule as it, as it is right now, and there will also be a place or a blank page for you can people to mar, uh, mark in their own schedules if they do change uh, on the fly. So, you know, that was the biggest thing we got out of the meeting today. So we do have a plan in place for college schedules this year because they're not going to be, when they kick off, exactly what they are today. Stevie was talking about the, the Panthers in hockey off to a good start, but, Mark, I'm telling you, the NHL is having a grisly time dealing with this with numerous teams that have been shut down we got a situation in vegas we're waiting to get word on and they've already gone through it once teams that haven't had it are being impacted by teams that do um it's scary the 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 hockey season to me is, is is it's one foot in the grave the other in a banana peel i hope i'm wrong but they, they may have to take a pause it may they may have to take a break they may have to rebubble too. I mean, you know, if they take a pause and decide what they're going to do, what we're incurring this year is what we didn't see last year from the NBA and the NHL because they were in bubbles. And, you know, they got through their playoff seasons. Uh, they're going to have a real difficult time this year, and it also just leads to what's going to happen for March Madness in the NCAA. I know they're going to try and do all this stuff in Indianapolis at three or four sites but you're still going to bring the virus to every site with you, uh, with the fans, the so forth and the whatnot. So uh, I, unless the NCAA for March Madness bubbles up somehow and, and doesn't just bring it to one city, because if you bring fans into the stands from all around the country, you know, guess what they're bringing with them? 
the virus. So it, it's really, really a difficult situation, and I do not want to be at all a decision maker in the National Hockey League because, as you mentioned right now, it's becoming really ugly. How difficult is it for you this year, Mark, with, with college basketball, and now we're seeing it in the NHL where all these games are, are being postponed and canceled and moved around? Uh, you know, the, you, that database, <laughs> that, that's an issue, right? Because it, there's, there's no flow to the season, and I know that's part of, of handicapping is, you know, uh, teams get on a run or or teams have a bad spot and 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 that's factored into the handicapping and and now with the start and stop nature uh, of these leagues and, and and college basketball this is tough for you right uh it's very tough it, in fact it, it's a major headache steve it's a nightmare is really truly what it is uh and uh so what we're having to do because of all this is right now Thanks to the database, we could take games out, reschedule. But my goodness, the guy that runs our database for us, I mean, he's burning the midnight oil right now with these schedule changes. They're unbelievable, uh, and we're resulting in games being played under situations like we've never seen before. You know, back-to-back games, back-to-back opponents, uh, these teams playing so many games in so many days. And, you know, it, it rakes of being a money grab, and it's really, really sad to say because, you know, you are, I am, Brian's in, we all are in the sports handicapping industry. We want to see the games. We want to see them played. But, my goodness, like Brian says, at some point they're going to have to think about pulling the plug. Uh, how about, uh, real quick, Mark, about 30 seconds, uh, update on the heat. They seem like they're they're getting back on the beam. They're getting back on the beam, but uh, slowly. Uh, the injuries is just continuing to just kill this basketball team. You know, Goran Dragic is out. Uh, Avery Bradley's been out. They, they're going to be a different basketball team, I promise you, once everybody's back and healthy. But it's not there yet. Slowly, Jimmy Butler's back in the lineup. That's going to help. But just be patient. Watch the Miami Heat once they are healthy. All right, Mark. Tell them about the playbook and all the goodies. All available online, playbook.com, our weekly basketball newsletter, and our coffee club is now free of charge to people. Just go on to the website, playbook.com, click on the coffee club link, and you can read my coffee club free on me. Complimentary, a morning cup of coffee at playbooksports.com. Mark, always a pleasure. Have a great day, sir. We'll do it again next week. We're up against a break. We'll be right back on Sportsbook Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, we're scooting the root to the top of the hour at the end of Sportsbook Radio. Sirius 204. Scott Farrell's coming up next on the SportsGrid Radio Network. Brian Blessing, Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. Follow Steve at Stevie Slapshot. That simple. And we got Vegas Hockey Island locally, KSHP.com. Listen live function there. We're going to deal with this NHL COVID thing. I, I know you, you you got an NHL topic. We're waiting on an announcement about the Golden Knights from the NHL. Stevie, mm-hmm. I'm just throwing this out. I think this is much more ominous than that. I, I, think, I think the NHL is, there may be, something much bigger coming than just what happened in Vegas last night where well, yeah. sums up. Well, again, I, I, something big is up. This morning, two more Flyers, uh, two more uh, Minnesota Wild, and I believe two more uh, New Jersey Devils yeah. on, on the COVID list. Uh, I just we, we just had Mark on. We were talking about his Panthers a little bit. But Keith Yandel, 
Uh, the, the Panthers were going to go youth movement and, and, and trade uh, Yandel in the offseason. Uh, I think because of his contract, they had trouble getting that deal done. Then they tried to just waive him. Again, I think because of the contract, no takers. Then they were going to healthy scratch him until they could do something. Well, they had an injury in the defense, of course, so he played, and he's now played all 10 games, and he has seven points in 10 games for the Panthers, who are 7-1-2, and two. similar to the Mark Fleury situation here with Vegas where uh, they signed uh, the Panda and um, and tried to move Fleury, were unable to move him, and now Fleury is the better goaltender here. Yeah, hey, taking advantage of, of an opportunity. By the way, uh, Andrew Cuomo in New York now, sporting venues can reopen at 10% capacity. So, so good, good on the one. Here's the good news. So in other words, you're telling me that, okay, we can get 2000 fans in the game, but the Sabres can't get 23 guys on the ice. And in college basketball, just a real quick look this morning, Richmond, LaSalle, App State, Drexel, and Arkansas Little Rock all postponed games. Yikes, the beat goes on. Good stuff, Stevie. Thanks to Mark Lawrence. Thanks to Tony Miller. Thanks to Andy Isco. Good fun today on Sportsbook Radio. Uh, we'll bid everybody adieu on the Sportsbook Radio Network and Sirius Channel 204. We'll do it again tomorrow. Live on. Live. Matchups. Injury report.